0: Let's say they want to start a business. That's not what I'm here to do, right? I'm not here to teach them how to do that, but I teach them how to get resourceful. So how how can you figure out or think through, okay, well, what would I need to know in order to do that? Because a lot of times we get really overwhelmed, you know, it's like, but I don't know how to do it, or I don't have the resources to do that, or I've never done that before. Well, that's right, because you're not a business owner yet. You're now a business owner, so it's all gonna be new. So it's, what's the next thing you can do to get to know what to do? And just start there.
1: Hey, it's Chuck here, and I'm so glad that you're listening to this episode. And I just wanna take this quick moment right now to let you know about our free Collaborators Toolkit. And this episode, is all about partnership and collaboration, and our guests share many resources, tools, and things that you can use to make collaboration and partnership easier in your business. So if you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, this free Collaborators Toolkit is gonna contain the best resources from our workshops as well as contributions from our guests. And these tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for. And they're gonna help you to solve everyday business challenges and access highly effective ideas that can help and grow your business exponentially. I know they've helped me and I know they're gonna help you as well. And the best part about these tools is that they're completely free. And our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to the show. So you can get access to all of the resources contained inside the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting the website at www.collaboratorsunite.com toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com toolkit. Go ahead and register today, get access to all the resources, and I'm going to see you on the inside. Now, here's the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show today. Chuck Anderson here, and I've got another amazing guest for you. Look, I know you're all uh, busy entrepreneurs on a big mission with, you know, big things going on. And, uh, you know, we're so grateful that you've taken your time out today to listen to this. And we want to bring you guests that, you know, really cause you to think and to also share examples of how you can use partnerships and collaborations in your business to move things along a lot faster than doing everything yourself. Now, as you're on that big mission, you're going to recognize missing pieces in your business that you want to bring into it. We're going to talk about that today. Also, you're going to come across challenges. You have your good days, you have your bad days, and uh you know, and then how do you approach that you know with joy and happiness and and stay aligned with your your vision and your mission and so so we're gonna we're gonna cover a lot of ground today uh so uh i'm so thrilled that my guest here is stacy mcalpine stacy welcome to the show
0: thank you it's so awesome to be here i really appreciate the opportunity
1: great well we i know we've been looking forward to this for a couple of weeks and uh and and here we are so so look, uh, as my audience Wells knows, I say this in every episode, I don't like to butcher people's introductions. So that's <laughs> the extent that I'm going to introduce you. I think a great place to start is for you to introduce yourself, let everyone know who you are, what you do, and uh, we'll go from there.
0: Sure. So Stacey McAlpine, I am the founder of my company, Journey Fuel, And um, prior to that, I, I like to call myself a survivor of Big Four Consulting. So 20 years of working in big four consulting firms, which just means some of the largest consulting firms on the planet, um, helping giant organizations like Google, Department of Defense, Homeland Security, um, you name it, State of California, help them improve their processes and create change. And so if you can get the government to make change, then you kind of can, you've got like this magic potion, right? So um, I have always wanted to help others make change in their own individual lives. And about a decade ago, I needed change in my own life and was having a real hard time being able to activate that. So I started treating myself like a client and actually applying what I was doing for my clients and really started to see it click. And so I've systematized as any good consultant would love to do. Of a process of how to get from knowing what you want or even not knowing what you want and getting to a life you love waking up to versus when you, you know, wake up and you're like, here we go. <laughs> to how people get from that to really enjoying the day ahead. And so that's when I left the consulting world, started um, helping individuals be able to apply it to their own lives through Journey Fuel and through the programs that I teach now.
1: Awesome. Well, we're definitely going to dive into that today and talk a little bit more about how those, uh, you know, programs help and and also where they can uh, uh, where they can connect with that. Um, You know, and, you know, first of all, something that stands out in your story, I mean, that transition from big four consulting and, you know, huge, 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 you know, contracts, huge organizations, business government that you're working with. And then to transition and then to work with, you know, smaller businesses. What, yeah. What's that transition been like?
0: Yeah, you know, um, I've done it a couple of times. I actually went out on my own um, as what we call a 1099 consultant where you're not working for an organization. You're kind of individual one-on-one working with companies to help them out. And one thing I missed the most was a team. Um, you know, when you work for an a eight billion dollar firm, you can get some resources to help you, or you can see somebody's needs, like a client that has more needs than what they're currently paying you to do. And it's like, hey, let me bring in the cyber guy, let me bring in this, you know, um, automation guy, and then like always have see the things they need and bring the people. And so when I went out as a 1099 or independent, and then even now in my own organization, like I really miss having people to give stuff to, <laughs> <laughs> but also just, you know, you see where people need help or really are looking for help and, and being able to supply that. So, so you have to get creative at that point, either, you know, when, as I was as a 1099 doing actual consulting with big companies, I would look to partner with other firms, you know, being able to say, Hey, you know, knowing who I can um, reach out to so I can at least recommend someone, you don't just leave them hanging or you actually contract with them and like deliver as a team. And then as an individual company, it's journey fuel. What I've been doing is really looking for organizations that align or companies, you know, and they're typically in personal development, you know, there are big names, Um, Then there's also like the medium market names where people have a bunch of followers or they have they have something you don't have, whether it's knowledge or followers or, you know, reach, and it's identifying what don't you have. And how can you look for other organizations that have that and you can just trade skill sets. So for me, with project management as a background. I don't, it could either be I give my program to your people as something to gift that they can't give themselves because that's not exactly what they do. Kind of like what I was saying before, where if you see somebody needs something, you're like, hey, you know, go to Stacy McAlpine. Journey feels amazing. Uh, Or you could also, or and or even, is what skills don't you have? So, um, and I'll take a breath before I give an example of that, but that's something that, You know, it's a matter of getting to know what you don't know and not trying to do it all your own. It's identifying what that is and then starting to look for, okay, how can I get resourceful for that?
1: Yeah, I love it. And even before we get to the example, uh, because I know you have a good one, um, you know, so much that you said there that that I can uh, relate to as a former chief marketing officer, uh, I would come up with strategy and then I would have this entire team of writers and website designers and graphic designers and artists and, uh, software programmers and, uh, even a whole customer service team. Uh, you know, there was so, so many people that would actually be responsible for the execution of the strategy and then to transition from that instantly and unexpectedly to a, you know, a solo consultant with no yeah. team and no resources. And it's yeah. like, uh and so, you know, and I know so many of the people in our audience can relate to that. Well, maybe they didn't come from the corporate world like you and I did, but they're, they're bootstrapping it. They're yeah. doing everything themselves and yeah. reaching that point where you realize, Hey, I can't do it all myself or, or my client needs something that's not within my skill Uh, How do I do that? And so, yeah. um, so I love that. So what's your, your, and you mentioned already, I mean, bringing in those pieces so that you can, you can, uh, you can trade for things, you can uh, collaborate, you can, or even just knowing where to recommend. And yeah. uh, which is the whole reason why we do this show, because we want to recommend all of, all the bits and pieces that everybody needs for their business. What's your go-to um, method or source or whatever? So when you when you have a missing piece or your client needs something and you want to make a recommendation, where do you go looking first?
0: So first, I really think about what is it that I'm, the outcome I'm there to deliver for my people. I call them my, my journeyers <laughs> or journey fuel. Um, I mean, there are my clients, but I try to think of something a little more about them. You know, like what is it in their journey? You know, what is it that they're doing? And I think about what impact I want to help them make, or outcome that I'm trying to engage them in to to get to, right? And then know well what could they need that I my program isn't going to incorporate because I'm. Teaching them how to use the tools. I'm giving them some of those tools. But then, for example, like, let's say they want to start a business. That's not what I'm here to do, right? I'm not here to teach them how to do that, but I teach them how to get resourceful. So how how can you figure out or think through, okay, well, what would I need to know in order to do that? Because a lot of times we get really overwhelmed. You know, it's like, but I don't know how to do it or I don't have the resources to do that or I've never done that before. Well, that's right, because you're not a business owner yet. You're now a business owner. So it's all going to be new. So it's what's the next thing you can do to get to know what to do and just start there. And instead of putting so much pressure on ourselves to have all the solutions. Right. So it's like, okay, well, what do I need right now or what would really help me? get rid of this anxiety to know what I need to do next. And it's like change management. You know um, what I teach in my programs, like walk the talk weekend. I try not to make it consultancy because there are a lot of trigger words for people that are trying to have a live, live a life they love waking up to. So I've changed all the language from like to do to playlist from um, you know, from strategy to a map you know, things like that. But so resources for what you would um, want to have versus need to have. But so it's like, okay, if what would you want? And then how, how can you get there? What resources would get you to feel confident and comfortable? And it's just take that next step versus having to have the whole answer in order to have the dream. Right? So my first thing would just be, it's always going to be different for everyone. I mean, I can throw out a bunch of names, but it depends on your business. Um, and, it, and it's not always marketing. It's not always a lot of times, you know, for example, like Chris Howard, who I'm helping through a trade and learning an amazing, like priceless amount of knowledge of how I'm I'm standing up and, and reaching my um, target market, if you will. Um he he has just started a program actually which is insane like for he's actually involved in delivering this one-on-one mentoring program for like an insane price right now because he realized there are a lot of people especially after covid trying to come in and do their own thing but it's like he explained it like sand and rocks like for those of us who have read covey right franklin covey um, seven habits you know a lot of times there's all this sand And we're like trying to move the sand around. Okay, you you do these programs and it's like, then you need marketing, you need a Facebook and then you can do this and you're gonna, you know, make sure you have this and then you start working on the sand, but your big rocks aren't in place yet. So it's about what are the big rocks, focus on the big rocks and then put the sand in. So that's what he's been helping me with a lot is what are the big rocks? Like what's the fastest path to cash? What's gonna get the fastest path to an outcome? And it isn't always having the perfect website or having, you know, the Facebook ads out, or, you know, it could be like this, right? Like reaching out on pod match is how I found you. Um, well, actually, no, we found out each other through other, like a resource. who was told me about a resource, told me on a resource, right. It's word of mouth. Mm-hmm. So it could be just letting people know what you are doing and what things that, you know, you're trying to accomplish. And then that person like, um, told me about, your group. And so that's how I got to come in as a guest to your group, which is how we met. So it's like letting, first of all, letting people know what you're doing and then they have it in their brain. So when they're out doing stuff like, Hey, you know what? I just talked to this person and they have exactly what you need. You want me to connect them. So that's one way, just talk about what you're doing. And another way is feeling what is overwhelming you right now and see what is the first thing I can do to get to know more, to feel less overwhelmed and then look for those people and reach out. You'd be surprised at how many, how responsive people really are because we've been through it. Like we know what it's like to be overwhelmed in starting a business. So if you reach out to people that have made it, you know, whatever level, you'd be surprised um, at how receptive people are to that.
1: I love what you just said because you just described networking done right. And I, where, where a lot of, you know, first-time business owners or even people that have been at it for a while who haven't had any training on networking get it wrong. And that yeah. is where they go to a networking event or they network with others and they're instantly trying to turn the other person into a client or a customer yeah. and sell their stuff. And uh, and uh I always look at it going, well, wait a minute, I, I don't just want one client. I want 10 clients. I want right. uh, 20 clients. So how can I you know, collaborate with this person and yeah. create a network of people who would refer me. So maybe you don't need my services, but when you know what it is that I do and yeah. someone comes into your world and they need that help, well, hopefully, and and maybe I'm the person that you're going to recommend. Uh, right. for that. And exactly. that to me, it it it's so much more powerful than trying to force a networking conversation into a client client sign up call uh, yeah. and uh and and really honors the relationship more like how can i send customers to you how could you send customers customers yeah. to me and how do we do that for the long term right
0: well too and it's you know um in my programs i the first foundational thing that I start all my programs with, which is walk the talk weekend, which is a two and a half day event where everybody goes through that everybody doesn't matter where you are because what we do is we get kind of that snow globe in your head, it's just settle you know because we all have like this snow globe get it, but it's like <laughs> right. and then you can kind of get a feeling for, okay, where can I start? Where do we go? And like the whole day one is all about clarity. And clarity is about like, okay, sometimes we don't even know what we want. So that in and of itself can be so overwhelming. When I, <laughs> I remember other, you know, when I was super 10, 10 years ago, I always go back to where I was when I was inspired to help other people with what I went through, like overcoming that. And I'm like, where was I mentally then? Because there's what we can do now. But where was I when I found out that I needed this kind of help? and really tap into like the feeling of what that was like and what was the capacity for that person. Cause a lot of times, like even my, I learned from a client once I, I saw a need for her and I wrote what we do with some, like a white paper of here's what you need, but without selling, you know, here's something you can think about. And then they turn it into something that turns into a contract. But so she goes, you know what? Cause she had to sell it to her boss. And so she knew she wanted it, but she didn't think they were going to buy it based on what I wrote. So she's like, we're going to do this, but we're not going to tell them that we're going to tell them that we're going to do this. And they're going to realize, yeah, okay. And then when we get the money, we'll do what you said. And they'll still get the outcome. So it's like selling when you're thinking about it, it's what does the person that has the money need? Think they need. And then when you get in knowing that, okay, now that they, find value in the outcome. So you're not changing what outcome they get to. You're thinking about the how is your thing they don't need to know about necessarily. It's like, here's what you really want out of life. Here's what it is in any business. This isn't just personal development, right? You can do anything. You know, if you're in industrial supply companies, right? It's like, who's the end buyer and what do they want as the result? And you don't have to tell them how to get there because a lot. the point is they don't know how to get there. of the point right and so when you start to talk about the how it can be like way overwhelming so it's just okay think about what it is that the outcome and then get them in and then take them through that process and so what we do and what i i love you know if you guys want to go through my program walk the talk weekend which we can talk about another time but but it's for any mindset, whether it's for personal development, whether it's for building a business. It all comes back to values, and um, what are the focus, core focus things that care that you care about, that you can drive all your decisions around. Because without that, prioritizing time, prioritizing, you know, what do I do next, and what's going to keep my life alive as an entrepreneur? Because a lot of times we're so into You know, it it just takes a lot. And so all the other stuff, like family, friends, health, like all this other stuff just kind of, oh, we're we're gonna get to that, we're gonna get to that. So it's, what are your core, you know, five to seven things tops that matter most to you, and then using those things to now, like litmus test everything. Okay, is that gonna make a difference, yes or no? Is that gonna create a heightened family, yes or no? Is that gonna help me with vitality, yes or no? And if it's a no, gone. And if it's a yes then it's like okay but when is the right time do i need to do it now or do i just remember it for later and that's like a process that you can use for anything so when you're a long way i usually do always get back around to the question is <laughs> um it's knowing what it is that you want in your heart and i think this is really important for this audience actually as you think about it there was a reason that you wanted to start your own like you have something that you know matters to people that will make a difference or you wouldn't be in this at uh, whatever you do. It doesn't matter whatever market you're in. There's a, something that came to you that you believe is going to help somebody. And so that's so easy to lose when the snow globe starts to shake, you know, um, and then you start making decisions just like to get something done, you know, it's like, oh yeah, I need to get that done. I need to get that. But does it, how does it line back up? Is this going to still give me the life that I want? Like, do I want to sign up for that? Well, what's that going to do to my life? You know, cause you're in the, the you get to drive. That's the beauty of being a business owner is you're in charge of what your business turns into. And so keeping that center for everything about all the things, look, what quality of life do you want? Sure, if you go on that stage, you're gonna get a million people following you. But then what happens to your life? Is that what you want? Or how can how else can you make the same outcome and have the life that you want? You know, it's there's a way to do it. It's it's just knowing the outcome and remembering that, especially as a business owner, because it's so easy to have all this sand and then the big rocks of what really matters can't fit. We're just burned out
1: exactly and so many uh so many of us fill our you know fill our time fill our glass full of things that are in the wrong order yeah. and it's yeah. never ever ever going to uh, all fit in and i love your your reference to the seven habits of highly effective people um cuz i mean covey explained it so wonderfully you know uh about you know how how to approach that and yeah. you know um so you know building upon what you've been saying here i know that um, your, you know your collaboration with Chris actually helped to you know bring in a missing piece, and so that's what collaboration is. It's like, what's yeah. the missing piece for you, and what's the missing piece for them, and is there a good fit, and can we do yeah. something together? So can, can you share a little bit about like what that is and you know yeah. what really how, how does it you know what's the win-win, what, what, how right. does that benefit one another?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, there, the win-win is always thinking about what is it that is going to help you live the life you love waking up to? Like, what about you? What you do wants you to make, like, you would rather poke your eye out than do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> and who else can do those things? I used to tell that to my teams all the time. You know, if I'm giving you something to do that makes you really want to poke your eye out, tell me. Because if I know, then I can give you something else, or maybe you have to do it, but just to know how to do it, but then we'll get it to someone else faster, right? So if it's a skill that you really need to learn yourself, then what's the fastest way you could learn it and learn how to give it to someone else. But it's, um, it comes back to what do you want your life to be like? What do you want to do in your business? Tony Robbins talks about it as you need to be the owner, not the operator, And so many times we are operators of our own business and then it just sucks the life out of us and it's not even fun anymore. And we're not even doing what we were so passionate about because we're doing all this other stuff, then we don't have to get out of the other stuff. So um, there's a book that you're gonna ask me potentially, I'll just tell you my favorite book um, that is boring, I'm telling you, it's boring to listen to. Reading it's better, but it's a big book. It's by um, David Allen, it's called Getting Things Done and it's changed my life. It is at the heartbeat of what I teach. It is in everything I do, and it lines up perfectly with my litmus test of how to make sure things are hitting certain criteria before you decide to do it or not, and then what can you delegate, right? So so getting things done, I highly recommend reading it. The audiobook might put you to sleep. Sorry, David. <laughs> it's just, you know, you're good at what you do. It's just it really helps you get to how do you get your RAM cleared up the way he describes it is if we keep everything in our head or if we don't have a trusted place is what it is, you know, is a trusted source of information that we're working toward. Then, um, it's always going to be like, Oh, I need to remember this. I need to get the milk. I need to remember. And then you never remember it at the right place. It's like, Oh, you were at the store and you didn't even get what you went there yeah, for. You remember it's it after irritating. the fact or but it's like, damn it. I went there for butter and <laughs> I came out with like, you know, organizing bins and like, (laughs) you know, my backyard pool toys and then even get what I came there for. And so his thing is like, and then it like is in the back of your head all the time. So you don't forget. It's like a computer RAM. He describes it as, even if you're not thinking about it right now, it's in the background. Like if you have Word open in Excel and they're taking up space, that's why it slows everything else down because it's taking up RAM on your computer. And I'm not a technical person, but that I could get and so when you get that out and put it somewhere safe right when like when you get it out of the hard drive and into like a safe place that you know you can go find it later then you now can breathe and have faith that it's somewhere and handled right and so at to know what to do now versus what's put there is what i like to call the five d's which is you usually hear about four d's but i added the fifth d because of david allen getting mm-hmm. things done which is, you know, usually it's the how to think through what can you delete, what can you delegate, what can you do, and what can you defer. But I added a first step, which is dump, which is, in my opinion, the most important part, because you can write down all kinds of stuff that you already have in your head, um, but you're not going to get it all. Like, if you're just thinking about what you're thinking about, there's still a bunch of stuff going on. So you get a first, like, total brain dump by... Just capturing everything that you're thinking about, whatever it is, capture it somewhere. And then you go through with your values, right? You go through and you say, or what the things that you are focused on, does it line up? Does it not line up? If it doesn't, then just delete, just get rid of it, cross it off. And then if, if it's not, then can you, can you delegate? Right. And that's coming back around. Like I said, I usually get back to the the question, you know, what can you delegate? whether it's something you hate doing or something you just don't know how to do and learning it is just going to suck you out of what you're doing. And that's where the partnership can come in, right? For delegating could be, okay, who do I know that might know someone? Or who do I know that's really good at this that might have something that I know how to do that not, is not their thing? Like we were talking about Chris Howard, right? He's relaunching um, to like a Chris Howard 2.0, like amazing program. But So there's a lot of project management that goes behind that change, right? Relaunching lots of moving parts. And so I was like, well, he's like, if you want to help me, I'm to organize all these moving pieces. Because as we know, it's like a lot of pieces. <laughs> and then I'll coach you on how to stand up your business, which is like, oh my God. Because I mean, it costs hundred thousand dollars a year for him to do one-on-one mentoring. So <laughs> I'll like, project managed for you. Sure. And the beauty of it too, and something for your listeners is if it's in, in, in an industry you're already in and you can learn something from it, like sales calls, he does sales calls. I'm learning how to do cold calls, you know, which, you know, what's the right way to do that? I don't know. Um, Other things that you would want to learn in your business, whether it's not in the same industry, but it's the same types of stuff that are going to be important for you. Like who else does that, that you wouldn't be a direct competitor with, like where you could have some synergies and how, like, what could they do for you? Maybe it's doing graphics. Maybe it's doing mail outs. Maybe it's, you know, trading some skill set. So it all comes back to dumping it out of your brain every single thing that you feel like is in there, just to get this notice. Then going through and seeing what can I delete? A lot, (laughs) you know, what do I really want this to be about? What can I get rid of? And then what's left over is what can I delegate? And even if you can't delegate it right now, you can at least like indicate that you can't. So one day, when things start to get really busy and people are like, "Oh, what can I do to help?" I'm like, I don't know. But I know you know you have 932 different things that they could help you with. You just don't have time to think about it. So, if you mark it as delegatable and somebody's like, "Can I help you?" Like, I taught people I said, "Here's the deal. When you offer to help me, just know, I'm going to take you up on it." So, here's your shot at recanting because if you say you're going to help me, I'm going to have asked you for that help. And it's it, it kind of sets the boundary, right? Because people are like, oh, let me know if you need help. And then they're never there. Yeah, or They
1: didn't really mean it.
0: Right. And then you like are afraid to ask. No, you have been forewarned. This is the deal. So, and, so you can kind of look at it. And then just the last few things would be is, you know, after you get through the delegate, then if things that you need to do are important to do. And yeah. I, you know, those are things that I want to do because it's part of the business and so not need to, because that sounds hard, that you want to do. And then what is doable right now? Like, what do you have to do right now? And what's going to be the fastest path to cash? What's the most important to get the outcome that you need right now? And then everything else is a defer. And then as long as you have a system in place to capture what you're deferring, and you know, keep your brain clear on a regular basis, and keep capturing everything that comes into your head, and go through the five D's with your values as your litmus test. It's life altering, and it sounds we make it so much harder than it really is, but it's because we didn't get taught that. I mean, I had twenty years of experience of learning things, got getting certified in how to manage, you know, hundred billion dollar literally projects. Um, you know, and it works for that and it works for a million dollar project and it works for a $250,000 project. And I'm like, well, if if that can apply to everything, then it could certainly apply to any individual. So it's not because you're an idiot or you should know how to do this or why can't I figure this out? Because you haven't been trained, first of all. And because your brain is probably so full that the idea of even where to start can just be crazy. So You start just doing what everybody tells you to do. And then pretty soon you're like, like totally off track and then you were like i don't even know what to do and i want to quit now so it's those little things that seem like a lot but once you dump your brain so getting things done book reading versus listening unless you're really good at listening to morning books activating that and then um you know doing the five d's that i was just explaining if you do those two things just to start and give yourself some grace and then when you get to that delegate piece, like you don't know how to do it or whatever it is, start to think about like what you're talking about, Chuck, right? It's like, well, how can I, if I don't know how, who knows how, or who do I know is good at it? Or who do I know someone who knows somebody who might know? And then you just put the word out and be able to describe the outcome that you want. Cause we don't know what we want necessarily. We just know we want this out. We want people to come to our programs or we want people to be our customers, but we don't know how. So if we say, oh, we need a marketing plan. Well, what do you know? Maybe you don't. It could be, I need help with getting people into my programs. And that is let them, when you're talking to people, let them be like, you know what? Here's what I do. And it probably has nothing to
1: do with what you thought
0: you needed to do. So I know I've just looked at you, but... uh
1: well, I think Bottom we line, launched into like right? a mini workshop here because, <laughs> uh, and, and, and I hope everyone really was listening to everything you just said. And, uh, maybe even we should create a, a, a worksheet or a downloadable of the five D's so they can actually, because <laughs> oh, I, work totally through that. Can I you think that you've sure. done a workshop here and it, I, I love, <laughs> cause I was familiar with the four D's before. I love how you've added the fifth D cause that's so true Yeah, where, if you, if just writing it down, isn't enough, you actually have to dump it. And yeah. otherwise it's still taking up space totally. uh, in there and it's adding to that overwhelm. So sure. um, now I know for a fact that we've only scratched the surface on how <laughs> that can be helpful. And, and in a, you know, in a 30 minute podcast episode uh, that's really hard to cover. I think that uh it would make sense maybe in the future for us to do a webinar or sure. a workshop for our audience which would be uh, another wonderful way to uh collaborate so that would be that would be a lot of fun yeah. so Stacey, thank you so much for everything that you've shared and i want to make sure that we have a chance to uh let you plug uh what you do so if anyone here has really kind of uh, resonated with everything that you said here and would like to learn more or would like to connect with you, where's Mm -hmm. the best place to do that?
0: So there's, my Facebook is at your journey fuel. So that's just a way to follow me and know immediately what's going on. For your audience, I wanna give you a gift from you Chuck to them. So my walk the talk weekend program that I talked about is a gift um, that's an $897 program and that is where you learn kind of the foundation of getting the snow globe to settle and how to get like lined up of what that litmus test is going to look like and then the differentiator of that is how to activate that in your life like the consulting side of how do you get it done how do you make that change and so that's currently the gift you just go to journeyfuelgift.com and you can find it there and um you know from, for people who might be listening, there there's always a different gift that I'll be linking to that. So if it's not that, it'll be something else that you'll be able to just put Chuck in the where did you find me? And I'll gift you whatever it is that I'm giving at that time. So journeyfuelgift.com and just in the source put Chuck. And in your own hearts and souls know that Chuck is giving you an amazing gift um, from him to you.
1: Well it's nice to give me all the credit for that but I know Stacy it was uh you know largely due to you and your generosity and uh and you know on behalf of myself and my audience we're super grateful for that so thank you and you've been really generous with your time and your information today as well and so thank you and you know to our audience I mean check down in the show notes or beneath beneath the video all the links are there uh you can uh you can check all of that out there and everything that we 've mentioned uh in this show for that matter so Stacy, thank you so much for being here and this has been incredible. I know we could spend a lot more time <laughs> without taking a breath i mean it's so so easy because there's so much to share and it's right. so helpful and 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 I know this is very uh useful to our audience as well so um if you were to leave our audience with this one final piece of advice, one words of wisdom, what would yeah. those be?
0: Just think about what's the next thing that'll get me closer to what I'm looking to achieve, right? Keeping your life experience in mind. So what is the experience you want out of your life as you're building this business? And keep that at the heart of your decision making because it is so easy to get derailed with the next thing that's going on. Um, you know, so what's the next thing you can do that'll get you in your business closer to what you need in alignment with the life that you want to experience? And just do the babyest step that you can think of. It doesn't have to be big. You don't have to have the answer. And it could be, if I don't have the answer, who might have the answer? And go talk to that person.
1: Fantastic words to end this episode by. Thank you so much, Daisy. And to our audience, thank you also for being here and tuning in and doing something to, to learn something new, to get exposure to maybe potential collaboration ideas that can help you find the missing pieces in your business. And so keep doing that. Keep moving forward and keep on with that big dream that big vision that the world so desperately needs because we know we have the you have the ideas that we're all looking for so so keep on with that And if you need help reach out stacy is there i'm here and uh and there's a whole community of entrepreneurs and those of us who've been there and we've been through the struggles so keep moving forward we'll see you on the next one thank you everyone This episode is brought to you by the Collaborators Toolkit. If you're looking for better ways to grow and scale your business through collaborations and strategic partnerships, our free Collaborators Toolkit contains the best resources from our workshops, as well as contributions from our guests. These tools could be the missing link that you've been looking for to solve everyday business challenges and to access highly effective ideas that can grow your business exponentially. The best part is that these resources, tools, and templates are completely free and our gift to you for being a valued member of our community and a subscriber to our show. You can get free instant access to the Collaborators Toolkit today by visiting our website at www.collaboratorsunite.com forward slash toolkit. That address again is www.collaboratorsunite.com slash toolkit. Register today and I'll see you on the inside.